Welcome back to Young Woman Flourish Podcast. I'm your host, Shania, and I wanted to say thank you for all of you who listened to last week's episode. And if you haven't yet, go ahead and check out Dear Past slash Future Me last week's episode. And I'm super excited for you guys to be joining me for this week's episode, Protect Your Atmosphere. I'm super excited for us to get into that and what that looks like for each and every one of you. And before we get into this week's episode, I just wanted to say thank you to all of the beautiful young ladies who have been reposting the podcast and quoting some of your favorite parts and some of your favorite quotes from the episode last week. I see you guys. I love you guys. Thank you so much. And um, before we get into anything else, I also wanted to let you guys know, you know, I'm not perfect. So I'm not going to be feeding you perfection here. I'm going to be feeding you progression, whether that's my progression and my transformation journey or it's your progression and helping you realize that and notice your progression. That's what we're doing here. So this is a sisterhood where nobody is perfect, but it's a safe space to come and talk about the things that sometimes we don't get to talk about or we feel like we can't talk about and not be judged in that type of setting. So I wanted you guys to know it's a it's a safe space here we we check in ourselves we grow in we glow in we flourishing over here so i know last week i went straight into the transformation journey and what that looks like for you and talking about that but there is something that i would love for us to begin to do at the beginning of each and every episode it's called the scripture of the day but i like to call it the sotd which is the only tea we need and the only shade we accept now hear me out sis i say this because you know the scripture the word of god you know it's the only tea we need because usually when people talk about like oh girl what's the tea or i'm sipping my tea what was the tea it's about drama it's usually about some mess or something that we probably shouldn't even be talking about in the first place because it ain't our business so this is the only tea we need because you know the bible gives us that type of tea that sustains us this type of tea it's gonna help us our skin gonna be glowing our edge is gonna be real good and our hair gonna be growing all of that you're gonna be flourishing in life so you're gonna be looking good that's why it's the tea we need because it sustains us and then uh, it's the only shade we'll accept because you know, the Bible, the word of God, he be throwing a little shade sometimes. But it be the good shade. It be the shade that we need to get ourselves in check, though. It be the shade where you be like, oh, God, you talking to me? Let me go ahead and fix this because I'm tripping right now. So it be that type of shade. It be the shade that we need, even though sometimes it might be a little shade. And other times he might just throw the whole tree at us. But it's okay because we be needing that, God. <laughs> so to start off our SOTD of this week, we're going to go with 2 Timothy for chapter 1, verse 7. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I'm going to repeat that again. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And shout out to my loving grandfather who is so filled with wisdom that he helped me understand the importance of that and of a sound mind part. He helped me understand how important having a sound mind is and that God gave us that. And that's going to go into even our discussion at hand today, identifying your atmosphere and protecting it because you need a sound mind. You really do. And in order to get that sound mind and keep your sound mind, you need to start protecting your atmosphere. 
So it's like you're going to need to start setting your atmosphere and protecting it and being protective over it, understanding that not everybody can be in your atmosphere and not everyone should have access to your atmosphere. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And before we jump straight into it, I'm going to talk about the definition of flourish. Because as you see, the title of this podcast is Young Woman Flourish. And I want you guys to understand why I chose that. Flourish definition is to grow or develop in a healthier, vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly favorable environment. And I really want us to hit on that particularly favorable environment part because your atmosphere is like your environment that follows you everywhere you go. And it's super important that we touch this subject because I was thinking, you know, like, okay, we've started this transformation journey. What's the appropriate next that we walk into as we continue our steps of transforming into who you've called us to be, God? And it was just so obvious, like, you can't do anything else. Okay, you've identified that you have to go on this transformation journey from who you aren't to who you're called to be. But in order to survive and go through your next steps and truly go through them at peace and you're fixing some things, you have to set your atmosphere and you have to protect it. Because if your atmosphere is not set as you go throughout this journey, you're going to have to struggle and go through so many more battles than what you really need to. So that's why it was like, God was like, it's super important. You got to hit on and talk about what protecting your atmosphere looks like and what setting it looks like. And... That's why it was important that I reach out what the definition of flourish is to you guys. You can look it up and it'll say to grow or develop in a healthier, vigorous way, especially as the result of a particularly favorable environment. And this is super important. And that's why it, my podcast is called Young Woman Flourish, because I want you to flourish in everything in life for yourself. I want you to flourish in your relationships. I want you to flourish in love, in your family, in your business. I want you to flourish in school. I want you to flourish in everything that attaches itself to you. So, but in order to grow and develop in a healthy way, it's you have to have a good favorable environment. It's it's typical to have that. And in order to do that, ladies we got to start setting our atmosphere so it's like it's super important because your atmosphere is this environment that's going to follow you everywhere you go and that's why when we first set our atmosphere because we set in our atmospheres today okay so it's like i refuse to allow you to be left behind throughout your transformation journey because your atmosphere is not set correctly so today we're going to talk about all the tools you need and how important it is to set your atmosphere and protect it and when you're setting your atmosphere, says, first of all, we need to first be vulnerable, like we discussed on last week and how important your vulnerability is going to be. We need to be vulnerable in discussing and figuring out what does my atmosphere look like right now? Do I even have a real atmosphere for real? Like, what does the atmosphere that I've created for myself over these past few years look like? Is it disruptive? Is it peaceful? Is it a happy atmosphere or is it an angry, sad atmosphere? We have to start looking at that. And so let's be real. Is it a toxic atmosphere? Because something that we all have to understand is what you surround yourself with, what you allow to play in your atmosphere, that creates manifestation. 
that can manifest some negative things happening in your life because you've allowed some negative things to come in your atmosphere. So now we got to start doing some some checks today because we're no longer allowing ourselves to be around this draining toxic atmosphere that we've maybe allowed to happen for these past few years so we have to get into setting our atmosphere and figuring out what that looks like so what does it look like to set your atmosphere in a positive light for me i want you guys to know when setting your atmosphere it can be some of the most simplest things as reading a good book reading some books that are inspiring educational motivational like i've just gotten back into reading a lot i used to read a whole lot when i was younger in elementary school and as the middle school and the high school years started creeping up on me your girl got tired i was like i got homework i got this i don't have time to just be out here free reading but as i've gotten older over these past last um year or so and actually past two years I've started reading a lot more but I've changed my genre of reading as I was younger of course my genre was more so of fiction and romances and stories like that but as I've gotten older now I tend to go to motivational speakers that are authors I go to their books I go to different pastors books like there are some really good books that are inspiring, that motivate you in self-help, that motivate you in your transformation journey, and that even help you in relationships and how to have a healthy relationship, things like that. And so reading a good book helps you set your atmosphere because it also helps you stimulate your mind. Um, music is so, 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 so huge in setting your atmosphere. So it's like I can't even... I cannot even like push this enough how music is so heavy and setting your atmosphere and that can be a good and a bad thing depending on who you are and what type of music you listen to because music has a huge way of setting your atmosphere with its words. That's why you have to be careful in what you listen to in certain moods that you're in. I know typically because I was I am guilty of it at a point in time in my life that um listening to some sad music when you and your feelings about some boy or when you and your feelings about something or you're mad and you listening to a certain type of music and it's gonna do nothing but push you back into that exact same mood and keep you stuck there for a whole nother few hours that's what setting your atmosphere is i was setting a sad atmosphere because i was listening to some even sadder music when i was already feeling some type of way or even when you listen to certain feel-good music because you want to feel good, you're probably about to go out or you probably just finished doing something productive and you want to just feel good so you listen to that upbeat feel-good music. So music is a huge part in setting your atmosphere. I've, I never was like a huge music head until over this past year when I realized that music is a huge part in setting my atmosphere. I probably add new songs onto my playlist every week. Um, of some music that helps me set my atmosphere and for me that is a lot of gospel music that I typically would not be open to in the past where I'll be like you know don't get me wrong I listened to gospel music before which for those of you who might not know what that is it's like Christian music but it wasn't like I kept myself strained to like a box of what gospel music I would listen to and what gospel music I wouldn't listen to and once I let my box go about what I would allow to set my atmosphere, if it was motivational, if it was fulfilling to me and my spirit, like that's what I would listen to. 
um, my atmosphere started getting better. My playlist got better. I started listening to better music. So just understanding that certain music, like when you're sad, try not to probably put on that rock wave or put on that old Drake or some music that's going to make you get in your feelings even more. So I'm going to need you to do better with setting your atmosphere. Just because you're sad doesn't mean you got to listen to some sad music. Maybe that means you probably should listen to some music that's going to uplift your spirit. Don't keep yourself in this dark place even longer learn how to set your atmosphere right that's that's what's been the problem for a lot of us lately is the problem is when we're feeling a certain type of way and when we're in certain moods instead of deciding to i'm gonna set my atmosphere so i don't feel like this anymore because i don't want to we choose to say you know what i'm gonna just stay in my pity party and i'm gonna stay in this atmosphere that has been brought along for me stop allowing that to happen a part of this transformation journey also that we learn from setting our atmosphere and protecting it is don't allow yourself to be a victim. There's there's a difference between a victim and a survivor. And I already told you guys on last week, we're survivors in this sisterhood. So it's like, don't allow yourself to be a victim. And that also goes in with setting your atmosphere. You cannot set, you cannot not set your atmosphere the right way because you want to play victim. You have to do better. The moment you feel yourself getting into that that sad place, like I used to just allow myself to get there. Now, in this season of my life, when I feel myself even getting like that, even getting to this sad place or this hurt place, sus, I'm quick to turn on some music, put on my headphones, even if somebody irking you and irritating you. I will be quick to, I'm a huge advocator in bringing your headphones wherever you're going because you never know who might try it. And you got to be quick to like, oh, yep, I got a trick for you. I'm about to put on my headphones and I'm about to set my atmosphere really quickly and listen to my music. Or I might have to read a good book or read the word that's going to help me set my atmosphere as well. You know, we have to do better. Stop allowing people to take you into that place. Stop allowing yourself to even take you into that place. Learn how to set your atmosphere right. Another thing that helps us in setting our atmosphere is prayer, okay? I know a lot of us may feel like, I don't pray, that's not for me. Or some of us may even feel like, I would pray, but I don't know what's the effect of, what's the proper way to pray child i was you i was you a few months ago actually like i i've learned that it's actually very quite simple um shout out to my uncle who actually helped me with this it's very simple with prayer prayer is like a conversation with god it's not that hard a lot of times we get in our own head about how to do this effectively and properly or like I'm not doing this right I stuttered too much or I repeated myself too much I lost focus I forgot what I was about to say some small tips and helping with that you know I've learned that I get distracted easily if I try to pray in my head so I've learned to you know pray out loud and um, another thing with that is I've also found comfort in knowing that God does not judge me because I repeat something twice or I stutter when I'm praying like I'm going to him I'm having a conversation with him he's happy that I'm even that I'm having this conversation with him so I don't need to put too much pressure on myself to pray as long as I have this conversation with God and I speak to him and I just tell him like okay you know what let me just tell you what's been going on God let me at least even 
say hi let me thank you for waking me up this morning you know that helps you set your atmosphere and in that as well I've grown over these past few months I've created a prayer area I used to always think that you know you can pray wherever you are like my grandma used to always ask me how many times did you pray today and I'm like I pray while I was at school about to have this test and I was praying and I was praying to God like you know you're like I, you can pray wherever you are they say God is everywhere and, and you know but it's been super helpful for me with setting my atmosphere and having a prayer area that doesn't mean I can't pray wherever I'm at that doesn't mean every time I pray I have to be in my prayer area but creating this space that's not just for prayer but it's for meditation it's for helping me set my atmosphere it's it's so relieving. It's so amazing. What, do it and watch how peaceful it becomes for you. It becomes your safe haven, literally. I have this space where we, I'll, you get to decorate it however you want, whatever makes you comfortable. I have a nice rug there. And I have this board where I put all my notes and my thoughts that I get from prayer, all my favorite scriptures that I get from prayer, or even just things that I feel like I'm hearing from my future. Or things that I'm worried about I just write it down and I put it on that board I place it by my area and I just sit there and I meditate on it and I pray on it and that's so relieving try it and watch how it feels and I set my prayer area in my room because this is the place that I'm here the most when I'm home the place that I'm at the most is my room so why not set such a great atmosphere in my room if I'm always here literally like my atmosphere has become so heavy because I've said it so much like I will be listening to music I'll play it on my TV or even if you know I decide to play it when I'm not even in my room because I want my atmosphere to just be set and it's such a strong atmosphere now that sus listen listen it's such a strong atmosphere that even when toxic negative energy tries to enter in it, it don't even set there like it was a time where the enemy tried to even give me bad news I don't know if you've seen the whiz but when she be like don't nobody bring me no bad news that's my atmosphere my that's my atmosphere's vibe that's my atmosphere's mood somebody needs to be out there while they're listening to this podcast right now Right, you writing in your journal, like, set atmosphere tonight. You need to have a don't nobody bring me no bad news type of atmosphere, all right? Because that's the atmosphere we have in all the rest of 2020 and all of this season of our life is a don't nobody bring me no bad news type of vibe. Because it doesn't, it doesn't affect me like it used to affect me before. It won't affect you like that anymore. When you set your atmosphere and begin to get protective over it and start protecting your atmosphere because you have to be protective over this. This is something that gives you peace. It gives you joy because now you're in this, you've set your atmosphere and it follows you everywhere you go. So now you're like, I got peace. The same distractions that once got to you before, that once always knocked you off of the platform that you once were on when you were going in the right direction, they won't even be able to grasp your attention anymore because you've set your atmosphere. And your atmosphere is like, don't nobody bring me no bad news. It can't hit me like it hit me before. Because now I know that all I got to do, I just, I just need to go pray. 
I just need to listen to my music because now it's it's bringing you a sense of faith and calming to your spirit. It's bringing you some peace because now everything is not so detrimental to your life when you begin to set your atmosphere. And when you set your atmosphere and start protecting it, oh my goodness, like anybody that knows me personally knows that I can tell you all day, mm -mm, get out of my atmosphere. You was disrupting my atmosphere. I do not have time for it. You have to be so protective over your atmosphere. Like it's like your child. Like no, that's the problem with some of us. Some of us are in toxic relationships now because you never protected your atmosphere. You didn't protect it good enough. You allowed certain things to pass instead of saying, you know what? No, you can't. This can't get in my atmosphere. It can't be in my atmosphere. Because the problem and what people have to understand is, you know, the importance of your atmosphere is so huge. And some people are like, well, you know, I don't really see what the big deal about it is. But it's because atmospheres can rub off on each other. That's why you also got to be careful on who you allow in your atmosphere because you don't know what type of atmosphere they got going on. Especially if you already notice and peep the vibes that their atmosphere isn't right. You have to be so careful because people's atmospheres can rub off. Because if they got some toxic energy over there, their toxins from their atmosphere can hop onto your atmosphere. And we don't want that. We're not carrying anyone else's dead weight in this season of our lives. So you have to be careful in that. Prime example, I was at the post office today. I went to the post office today. And, um, you know, the post office opens at 9 o'clock in the morning. And if anyone else knows the weather, it is like 90s this week and it was extremely hot. So, you know, in order to get a good spot and I have to wait in line all like super long, you have to get out of your car and get in a line because yes, this don't even next. It already was a line at the post office because I got there like eight something going around nine. So it was already a line outside. So me and my aunt went together and we go stand in line at the post office. And as we all know, we are in the middle of a pandemic, which means you have to bring your Batman mask. So it's 90, it's like 90 degrees outside. The sun is beaming and I'm standing in line and I have this mask on my face, this thick old mask in my on my face. And I feel like I'm probably suffocating and I'm trying to keep a good attitude, good spirit. It's the morning time. Nobody did nothing to me. I'm trying to keep my atmosphere set right now. Time and time goes by, y'all, the post office opens at 9 o'clock in the morning. It was like 9.30 around by the time the post office, like they actually like opened the doors and let us in the post office. Now, I'm, I'm talking to my aunt and I'm like, well, you know, I'm glad my atmosphere is set because if it wasn't, you know, you have to be careful when you go into certain situations because if your atmosphere is not set in certain situations and you in a bad and you just get in a bad mood now you would have been snappy you would i would have had an attitude all of this because i'm hot i'm hungry and i've been standing in this line for so long i'm suffocating with this mask on and the worker is taking her sweet time to let us in you're 30 minutes late but if my atmosphere would not have been set to where i've been setting it to I probably would have had an attitude. I probably would have been irritated. And when I was talking to my aunt, she's like, I'm glad your atmosphere is set because if you weren't here with me, ooh child, my, I would have had a whole attitude and I would have went off. And I'm like, see, that's, that's why we have to be careful who we're around in the sense of in this 
time it was a good thing that I was around my aunt because my atmosphere rubbed off on her atmosphere but because I have a positive atmosphere and an atmosphere that's at peace it's a good thing for her but let her would have been with some negative friends that don't necessarily probably don't even know how to set their atmosphere or don't necessarily have a good atmosphere set they would have had an attitude and it would have probably been a whole nother vibe in that post office and even when I went up to the lady the worker when she started working with us she seemed a little bit agitated until she got around and started working with me and my aunt and we all were giving off good vibes to each other and giving each other good atmosphere and everybody was just laughing and good and I felt so much better when I left the post office than I did when I was waiting to go into the post office. You have to be so careful about how you are and how you treat people with your atmosphere. Like, sis, it's so important. Like, we may not think that it's important now, but it really is. That's why you have to be so protective over your atmosphere because it plays a huge part in how you feel. Like, a lot of us are like, I want to feel good. I want to feel better because over the past few years of my life, over the past few months, I've been feeling bad. I've been feeling a little depressed or something or I've been having high anxiety. But if you would just set your atmosphere and begin to protect it against the people that are surrounding themselves around you or against the things and the activities that you give your time to, maybe you'd feel a lot better if your atmosphere was just set better. If you protected it and was more protective over your atmosphere than you are defensive over the things that happen, it would be okay. Ooh, some Jesus, some of us need to start being a lot more protective over our atmosphere, like the way we are when we're defensive, when we put ourselves into these negative situations. So we have to begin to learn how to set our atmosphere and what that looks like in sometimes reading a good book, listening to some good music, set, setting you out a prayer area, meditation area. That all helps you in getting your atmosphere set correctly. Now, when you do that, you have to be willing to, when you begin to set this atmosphere for yourself, you have to be willing to walk away from your old atmosphere into your new healthy atmosphere. This is so important because a lot of the times we think that, oh, I can just, you know, start setting my, my atmosphere and everything's going to be okay. But if there's something that I've learned throughout this transformation journey, it's that Sometimes we have to deal with the past in the sense of I have to let go of it. We may think that, oh, well, you know, if I'm setting this new atmosphere, that's me automatically getting rid of my old atmosphere. But sometimes you got to break ties from your old atmosphere. And sometimes your old atmosphere, when breaking ties, that means breaking ties from the people that once allowed your old atmosphere to be the way that it was, from the activities that once entertained your old atmosphere. So you have to be willing, ready and willing to walk away from your old atmosphere into your new healthy atmosphere to be able to say, well, you know what? Mm, I can't no longer be a part of those activities because that's what helped mold the atmosphere that I'm in now. And I don't feel good in this atmosphere. I want to feel good, God. I want to be at peace with life. I want to be genuinely happy where I'm no longer faking my smile. I want to be so at peace with life that I'm minding my business. And some of you don't even know, but sis, the reason why you can't seem to mind your business is because your atmosphere not set right. Ooh. All right now. Listen. That's that's it right there. Somebody ought to grab that 
from your atmosphere right now and be like, oh, she was talking to me. She checked me, but I needed that right there. The reason you can't mind your business is because your atmosphere don't allow you to. You've built an atmosphere that's been entertained from activities of you minding someone else's business, from activities of you doing something you had no business doing, from negative activities, or from people that are surrounded from you that may bring tox their toxins from their atmosphere into your atmosphere like may i don't need to hang around you because i'm not growing anywhere you're stunting my growth in life that doesn't necessarily mean that people are bad people because you have to break off your ties from them that just means you know what i just can't be connected to you in this covenant with you anymore in this relationship with you anymore whether that's a family a friend or a intimate relationship it's because I got to love you from a distance because our atmospheres are just not going in the same direction. They're not going to the same place right now because what you're doing in life is not growing me to where I want to be. It's not pushing me to the direction of who I'm called to be. Like you have to be bold and, and protective over yourself. Some of us aren't protective enough over ourselves. If you're not protective over yourself, you can't be protective over your atmosphere. You got to start loving yourself enough to say, you know what? You've been disrupting my atmosphere. I'm sorry. You got to go. You know what? This activity has been disrupting my atmosphere. I'm sorry. I can't entertain that no longer. I can't be a part of that anymore. I can no longer do this anymore. And sometimes we also have to be accountable for our actions too. Oh, you know what? I played a part in that. That's why my atmosphere is so messed up now. So you know what? I'm going to make sure I don't do that anymore. Take accountability because remember, God's going to show you who you are before he shows you who you are. So it's okay. You did something that you weren't supposed to be doing or you allowed something to happen that shouldn't have happened in your life. But it's okay. You know what? I know, I know better now. I know better now, God. So you know what? I'm going to set my atmosphere right this time. So you got to be protective over that new atmosphere you're setting. But remember willing and ready to walk away from your old atmosphere sis, so you can go into your new healthy atmosphere but you have to be prepared to let all ties go from what allowed the negative atmosphere to happen that doesn't mean your atmosphere is all negative it was just some things that were negative so now we can walk into an atmosphere that is all healthy some things don't get to follow you into this new atmosphere but you have to be able to understand that and be okay with that and when I say be protective over your atmosphere, this is super important. Like, I know I keep repeating it, but it's super important for you to be protective over your atmosphere. And a lot of us have not been protective over our atmosphere. And I even learned that I wasn't protective enough over my atmosphere. And for those of you that are like, oh, I'm protective over me. Anybody can't just come in my circle or they can't just um, persuade me to participate in certain activities and all of this and stuff. When I say be protective over your atmosphere for some of you, it's not because of the people or the activities. Some of you need to start creating boundaries because some of you don't have boundaries to how much you allow social media to have of you. At a certain point, you have to create boundaries on how much of you you allow social media to have. If you didn't hear me, I'll say it again because yes, I am talking to you. At a certain point, you have to create boundaries on how much of you you allow social media to have. That goes a huge part into your atmosphere and what you say. Social media plays a huge part because let's face it, social media is a huge part of this society, this day and age, of the culture, of our generation. And plays a humongous part in that and social media gets a lot of our times nine a lot of our time nine times out of ten and so 
you have to be careful and start setting boundaries of how much of you you allow social media to have. Stop telling all your business on social media, sis. That's why your atmosphere not right because sometimes you tell all your business and when you tell all your business, you're allowing people now to have an opinion on your business. Because when you tell all your business, you're allowing people to have an opinion on your business now. So that opens up people's atmospheres into your atmosphere. And another thing, every time you're in a mood, social media does not have to know that you're in a mood. I promise you they don't. Even if you feel like, well, I got to get it out. You telling me I can't say it, but if I don't have a outlet and I don't have anyone I can talk to, I got to get it out. Get a journal. Get a journal so that will be one of the most relieving things in your life is having a journal to be able to write in it. I used to be like, I don't like sitting there writing the whole time, but you don't even know how refreshing that can be if you could just get your thoughts from pen to paper and be able to read and then you'll be able to read and see what you're thinking. And now it's blocking you from allowing other atmospheres to go in because now it's just your atmosphere. Now you're just reflecting on how you feel in your moods. Even if you don't get a journal, you better start writing it in your notes every time you want to post on social media. Do me a favor, sis. Yes, you right there. And go ahead and write in your notes what you're feeling. Don't post it on Snapchat. Don't post it on Facebook. Don't post it on Instagram. We have to do better if we want better. Stop giving so much of yourself to social media because now you're not having boundaries. You have to have some sort of boundary with social media because everybody does not deserve that part of your atmosphere that you're allowing them access to. You're giving them access to a certain part of your atmosphere that they don't need because you don't know who you just gave access to, who just saw that, and what their atmosphere is looking like. And don't say, oh, I know all my followers on social media because just because you know somebody does not know that you know their atmosphere. And for some of you, listen, for some of you that might have been for your friends, that you, your so-called friends that you call them friends, you don't know everybody's atmosphere just because you know them. But seriously, sis, like you really have to be careful in what you allow to give yourself to of social media. You have to be careful. Start setting boundaries. Get you a journal. Write in your journal about those things that you're feeling in that moment that you might have once would have posted on Facebook. That long paragraph. They don't even need that part of you. Go ahead and write that in your journal. And if you ain't got a pen, go ahead and write that in your notes because I know you got those in your phone. And that little Snapchat moment that you would have posted like you feeling some type of way, just go ahead make a video on your phone watch that video in your own gallery then delete it put it in your notes write it in your journal do that we got to do better if we want better okay and you really have to be careful and i say all these things you know as we wrap up about identifying our atmosphere and protecting it and setting our atmosphere and all of that and what that looks like you guys really have to be careful sis because we think that you know if i know my atmosphere no one else's atmosphere will rub off on me it shouldn't bother anybody else because it's my atmosphere but a miserable soul can't stand a happy spirit we have to understand that i had to come to conclusion with that and understand that a miserable soul can't stand a happy spirit so why do i want you around me if you're if you're miserable or you're negative in your atmosphere because the things we allow in our atmosphere can cause manifestation including the way that you talk the way that you think that's why you also have to you have to check you first when you're setting your atmosphere 
because a miserable soul can't stand a happy spirit and also because of the simple fact that what you allow in your atmosphere can cause manifestation so what you're thinking can cause manifestation just because it's in your atmosphere you need to start thinking better what you think can manifest i'm in the season of manifestation of the now and because you listening to this and you're a part of my sisterhood, so are you. You are in the season of the manifestation of the now. So you're manifesting your now, not your next. Manifesting your next is like, this is going to happen. I'm going to get this, da, da, da. Manifesting the now is, it happened already. So you have to be careful what you think because that can manifest in your atmosphere and come to pass, whether it's negative or positive. So we got to start doing better because we want better. And you have to be careful what you speak because you have the power of life and death in your tongue. That is one of the truest statements you will ever hear in your lifetime. You have the power of life and death in your tongue. Be careful what you speak. That's manifesting in your atmosphere. That's why you got to be careful in what you watch. I used to never understand it why my grandma didn't like certain movies being played in her household or why certain, yeah, certain TV shows and all of that because you watching that that's manifesting in your app you have to be careful you have to be so protective over your atmosphere the things you allow to have access to you plays a part in your atmosphere whether you're looking at it scrolling on social media and you're seeing it that's playing a part in it what you say that's playing a part in it what you think is playing a part in it that's why you also have to be careful in what you allow in your atmosphere by by hearing it as well like when somebody's trying to come to you about some mess and about some drama, and they like, girl, I got some tea. Uh-uh. I got all the tea I need. Uh-uh. I'm good. I don't, I'm minding my business. When you at peace and your atmosphere is a peaceful atmosphere, and it's a happy and joyful atmosphere, you mind your business a whole lot more. Stop having atmospheres that allow you to mind someone else's business. That's not the season that we're in. So it's, it's not. So we have to do better. We have to do better as we go through this journey. In setting your atmosphere I challenge you to set your atmosphere tonight I challenge you to do better in that find better playlist songs listen I can give you all the good playlist songs ask me um find better inspirational books for you inspiring books for yourself and all of that do better with that do better with the crowd that you may be around do better with the activities that you may entertain so you can set your atmosphere your atmosphere is so important to how you're feeling some of you are wondering like I can't seem to shake this feeling. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling anxious. I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling bitter. I'm feeling angry. And one of the first steps that'll help push you out of that place is if you just set your atmosphere a little better. Set your atmosphere. Be able to say, you know what? I'm not going to feel like this. The moment you feel it is the moment you need to be set in your atmosphere. Stop waiting till the last minute till you was sitting there crying for two hours. Now you want to change your mood. No, I'm changing it at the five minute mark the moment i start feeling it you need to start setting your atmosphere saying oh, okay i'm gonna need to go to my room listen to my music or i'm gonna need to put my headphones in and listen to my music or i'm gonna need to do this you have to set your atmosphere and protect it oh my, you have to protect your atmosphere this is your baby stop allowing everyone to have access to it sis i cannot like i cannot push this enough protect your atmosphere now before we leave there is a segment that is also part of the podcast that I did not get to go into on last week, which I'm so very sorry for that. But the segment is called Because the God I Serve. It's a living testimony type of segment. Okay, sis. So, so.
So a little backstory on what Cause the God I Serve looks like and what that is. This is what like a really favorite part for me in this podcast because this phrase, Cause the God I Serve, I got it from um from God. It was one Sunday morning, I was getting ready for church and one I was already really anxious because I had to um speak and in my church and I had to do just a quick little um part in my church and I had to speak and you know when I was doing it I was anxious because I really did not have anything in my mind for that service so I really did not know what I was gonna say and so I was thinking about that and something happened where the enemy tried to come into my atmosphere and you know just try to give me some negative vibes and make me really like just sad and hurt by some things but then it was just like the moment I was about to start getting sad and anxiety was about to start rising. It was like God just put this phrase in my head because the God I serve. And he started speaking to me about how the God you serve is the God that you read about and pray to. Like, And he started telling me who he was, what he can do and what he has done for me. And started showing me these sequence of events of just all the powerful moments in those past few months that he kept proving in my life and showing up for. And I was like, oh, you're right. Because mm, the God I serve, heavy on the cuz part, not because, but because the God I serve, I'm not allowing no negativity to hit. And so basically what this segment will consist of is living testimonies. You guys can send me moments if you feel like that you have a story for this segment where it's like, you know, God settled in my situation. A miracle happened or you know God helped me through this situation send me your story even if you think mm, this isn't good enough or it doesn't really match what cuz the God I serve is please 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 send me your story and I will listen to it and I might even talk about it on the podcast but our first cuz the God I serve story is actually from Ajane Curtis she's my sister actually and um so she sent me her story and I'm about to read it off to you guys. So she moved to Michigan in like January. And my family is um, mainly settled in Chicago, around the Chicago area. So it's, and my family is huge. We're always around each other majority of the time. So it was really different for my sister to go move to Michigan with her two best friends. She was rooming with her two best friends and be off away from her family. So she moved around January a few months and you know that's around when march april the quarantine started to happen and the covid 19 pandemic and so you know if you weren't an essential worker you had to stay at home and you weren't really working and so that caused some financial troubles for her she says and um because she had basically lost her job because they were no longer opening up and uh, she started getting very frustrated and started being financially strained and just was really worried about a lot of things and I started doing these prayer calls that she started joining I do these prayer calls with a group of girls once a week and we started doing these prayer calls and God started speaking to each and every young woman individually about what he had planned for their life and when God started speaking to her she says she decided that she was done playing tug-of-war with God and what God had planned for her and it was no longer her who was driving the car she decided to say you know what God you have full control I'm gonna be obedient because God blessed her with a new job and so she's like you know what if being obedient gives me this I want you to have control over my entire life so God blessed her with a new job that pays more and then God sparked in her that creativity and those creative juices that she thought had once died 
when she had strayed away and God sparked it back up in her and she had this whole idea for a business and God started speaking to her some things that would progress and happen in her business and he started showing her what her future was going to look like and so she's like God I'm super excited I'm gonna I'm gonna stay at this job for a year and my business is going to flourish and it's gonna fly off and God said no you're gonna stay for six months and God had also spoken our prayer calls that at the end of this year every, all that you cried for in 2019 you're gonna get it going into 2021 and when God told her it'd be six months before um, until she quit she realized that in six months will be the end of the year so God blessed her with that and then she started dealing with the stress of being extremely homesick missing her family missing everybody and she started you know being very agitated with being away she wanted to hurry up and move back home but she couldn't because she had to wait for a transfer and then everything was just it all it seemed like it was always a wall that could keep coming up and keep happening and so june 24th of this year she got into a bad car crash her car was extremely destroyed and her airbags did not go off now before the car crash happened she just kept telling everybody you know like i didn't see a car there was no car that came out before it hit me i did not see that car at all and she said that she was in the car with her best friend and her best friend was like you know when we get home we got to go to our prayer areas and she said well you know yeah of course and then she was like you know god send me a miracle god send me a miracle she said i remember i said it two times and at the end of the second time, it was like, boom, we were in a car crash immediately after I said it. She was like, and the car wasn't even there at first. So that happened June 24th. The entire time, it was like her atmosphere didn't change. And I know this for a fact because I was speaking to her. I was texting her, I was calling her on the phone and it was a scary experience because her airbags didn't go off. The car that hit her destroyed her entire vehicle and it was no fixing that and she only came out with bruises and bumps and scrapes and her best friend came out with bumps and scrapes and bruises no one was hugely harmed and throughout the whole time her atmosphere never shifted she just kept saying god wouldn't bring me this far to put me in this position where i would lose this obviously has something to do with him sending me my miracle that i asked him for her atmosphere never shifted her faith never shook and three days and she and she kept manifesting in her now because i was like we're manifesting our now not in our next and she kept saying i have my car i have my new jeep three days later she comes home the next day she comes home the next day after the um the car accident three days later she gets a new car the jeep that she manifested in her now and when she got the car she said god told her don't think about all of the the excuses, the walls that you're bumping into about moving back home, move back home. And she came home and she said, I'm moving back. This coming Saturday, she moves into her new apartment. I know you wanna, I'm gonna let you go ahead cause you know, we celebrate our sister's blessings and victories in this sisterhood over here. So I'm gonna give you your little 20 seconds so you can go ahead and shout, yell, do whatever you need to do, clap. Cause we gonna need to celebrate that okay because i'm just saying we needed to celebrate that moment because if that wasn't because the god i served moment i don't know what it was because the god that she served and the god that she decided to be obedient to she was able to get her new car in three days that she kept manifesting 
she was able to get a new apartment the moment that she became obedient and said you know what god I'm going to trust you. This is crazy because it's so many wrongs to me deciding to just move out of nowhere back home. I'm going to do it. And this week, this Saturday, she'll be moving into her new apartment. And she still, her job is transferring her to a location near home. And she's still getting paid good. And still getting paid on leave. Ain't got any good. Won't he do it? I'm saying that's because the God I serve, that's because the God you serve, the God I serve, the God she serves, you know. I don't know about y'all, but that was super exciting. Send me in your because the God I serve stories. Thank you guys for listening again. Don't forget to walk in your destiny, walk in your purpose. Girl, get up. It's time to flourish.